Welcome back to the spot in Culver City, California, as we continue with The Lost City of Ford here on Tales of the Extraordinary. When last we left off, little Dickie Broughton had been found in the Amazon by a strange group of well-dressed Midwesterners. The League of Nations police force had received backup in the form of Reason Shipling, Kiwi Extreme Athlete, and the Contessa, his traveling companion, as their search for a hidden Amazon city continues. Oh, and there's a koala. Meanwhile, Officer Sullivan has been tasked with finding the genius industrialist Henry Ford and discovering what his connection is to this hidden city. To do so, he has enlisted the aid of an old friend, Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel. Together, they are traveling to Detroit, otherwise known as the Paris of the West. We take you there now. And the air bear has landed. The what? Oh, my apologies. I have christened my new helio chopper the air bear. After all, it is based on the air wolf prototype I created on the Daedalus. Right. And and why bear? As I neared completion on this new version of the jet-propelled wonder, I said to myself, Heinrich, old fellow, what shall we name this revolutionary vehicle? That was a royal we. There wasn't actually anyone there at the Thanks, time. Thanks, I got it. Anyway, I replied, what is bigger than a wolf? Why, a bear, naturally, and thus, the air bear. I'm sorry I asked. So where are we, Doc? So as not to alert the local authorities, I have put us down just outside Detroit City. It shouldn't be too long of a walk to some form of public transportation. Well, thanks again for the ride, Doc. I know you're a busy man. Not at all, young man. I have been meaning to apologize to dear Henry for missing our outing last month. You mean where you were kidnapped and carried halfway across the world? I think he'll understand. Oh, you don't know Henry. Yeah, that's the problem. Do you think it's possible that he tried to kill Broughton? Uh, Henry is very competitive. If, if he didn't want people to know about this secret city, he might be so inclined. Did I ever tell you about the time we raced horses across the Mojave Desert? Uh, yes. We were... oh, I did. Well, not really, no. I, I just didn't want to hear it. Well, I say, how rude. I, I'm sorry, Doc. I just want to get this done and head back to L.A. Thank God we're doing this on a weekend, because after that extended vacation, I don't think I could get another day off. I really wish we could have done this over the phone. Oh, he isn't much of a phone person. So you said. Come on, let's get moving. With any luck, we'll get the information we need and be home in time for dinner. Hemisphere away on a riverboat drifting down the mighty Amazon River. Explorer Dickie Broughton converses with the ship's unusual occupants over a nice cup of hot Earl Grey. How is your tea, Richard? Splendid, thank you. I say I still can't get accustomed to the surreal nature of all this. I quite strongly expected I'd be captured by some lost Amazonian tribe of savages and turned into stew. Instead, I'm having a delightful tea. More sugar? No, thank you. A delightful tea with a most civilized lady. Oh, you flatterer. 
It is you who flatters me. But please, Lady Emma, if you would be so kind as to perhaps explain why you are afloat here in this wilderness with all these shockingly normal American businessmen. Oh, I'm afraid that is a tale of great woe and frightful conflict, dear Richard. I wouldn't wish to embroil you in a little drama. Mm, mm, please, regale me with your tale. Oh, well, I don't even know where to begin. I suppose it's with Mr. Ford. <laughs> Ford? Oh. Dear me, oh, my apologies, Lady Emma. Please, let me clean that off, yes? I, I don't mean to be rude, Richard, but could you please cease petting my blouse? This is how rumours get started. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. Are you all right? Not at all. You see, just before I jumped out of the aeroplane, we were held at gunpoint by a man who claimed to work for Henry Ford. Oh, dear! He claimed that Mr. Ford wanted us dead to keep a hidden city from being found. Might you know why? I'm afraid I, I don't, but was he... Was he one of the natives? Well, now that I think about it, yes. He did seem to be a local fellow. I didn't chat much with him, as we were struggling. Well, I assure you that none of my people would treat you with such indignity. And I certainly could not fathom Mr. Ford approving of such actions, even if to protect our town. I'm sorry, or what? Oh, but of course you don't know. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Please educate me, my dear. You are a school teacher, yes? Oh, Richard, you have been listening. Ah, but we are out of tea already. Perhaps we could finish this conversation in my quarters. I can't well go around with tea all over my blouse now, can I? I suppose not. And as the cause of that inconvenience, it is only fitting that I help you out of said blouse, eh? Oh, I would have it no other way, Richard. <laughs> what do you mean we can't see him? I mean that you and this gentleman will not be physically in the presence of Master Ford, today or ever. Lady, do you realize who this is? Hello. I don't care if he's Calvin Coolidge himself. He's not getting in, nor are you. Excuse me, miss. May I call you Janice? How did you... Oh, my nameplate. Clever. Don't get sweet with me, Grandpa. Grant? Why, I'll have you know I have no grandchildren, nor do I expect to. Hmm, I should really write to Andrea sometime. Doc! Come on. Hmm? Oh, oh, yes, uh... Look into my eyes, young miss. Seriously? You think I'm that gullible? Everyone knows hypnotism is just... just, uh... Wow! And I thought Vesper was the only psychic I knew. Who, me? No, I merely gave her a sedative with this. A syringe? Where did you get that? I brought them with me, Officer Sullivan. Just in case. In case you needed a drug receptionist? No, to drug myself. Henry delights in aggravating other people to get a rise out of them. I find a nice shot of tranquilizer helps me remain calm. Are you sure this guy's a friend of yours? Oh my, yes. It's a complicated friendship. Now, uh, shall we enter his office before she wakes? <sighs> Lead on, Doc. Uh, Henry? Hello? Lights are off. Maybe he's not. 
Gotcha. No one gets a drop on old Henry. I say, that's no way to treat an old friend. You old weasel Heinrich, why didn't you tell me you were in town? Well, uh, No I... matter, no matter. Good to see you, man. Is this young fellow with you? Yes, Henry. Oh, uh, he's gonna be real unhappy when he wakes up. Say, did you eat? I could eat like a refugee, I tell you. Come on, let's order some lunch and catch up, eh? Sure. That would be lovely. Sportin'. Let me tell Janice to bring something up for us. Oh, um, about Janice, Henry. Did I ever tell you of the time I drugged your receptionist? We now interrupt our momentum to bring you an exciting impromptu word from our sponsor. Honey, the baby is so hungry. Well, well, put something in her mouth then. Oh, God, both of you? The other twin is awake and hungry and I've tried everything. This is why God gave us twins, because he hates me. Oh, honey, have you thought of twin pack baby food? It's two for the price of one. You get two jars attached together. Wow, and... They sell this? Yes, they do. It's very new. It's pre-made. All you have to do is heat it up. Well, why don't we have one? Because you were supposed to pick some up on the way from work. I'm a man, and it's the 20s. Let's crank up the old Ford Model T and go on down to the local Woolworths. And pick up Twin Pack, the food that's great for multiple babies. Twin Pack Baby Food. It's just a reasonable product to buy. Put this in your mouth! Twin Pack Baby Food, not intended for use with bears. Well, now that that's over, let's divert your attention to the beauty of Rio de Janeiro, the marvelous city. South of the old business district in the neighborhood known as Copacabana... The elite of the Western Hemisphere frolic along the shining beaches of Guanabara Bay. It is in this scintillating setting that a group of adventurers and police agents are socializing under the sun. Oh, you made a jolly good show. Kiora, mate. Glad to be here. I'm Reason Shipling. You can call the bird here Contessa. A pleasure. That unknown chap said that he'd send the best, and I see he made good on his promise. You are also detectives? Uh, perhaps members of the League, or, um, hmm, who are you exactly? (laughs) Yeah, I'm an athlete myself. Extreme athleticism, to be specific. Ah, hmm, what exactly does that involve? Mainly a lot of jumping off of tall things, either with a parachute or me trusty hockey straps. I see a lot of buttes in this city. That mountain over there has my name all over it. No, I can get an hang glider, mate. I, I don't. I don't know what that is. Of course you don't, boring little man. Excuse me? Rio is not that kind of a city, signore Shipling. Oh, my, my apologies. This is my league contact, Vittoria Titoni. Ciao. Did you say Titoni, love? Uh, see why? You wouldn't happen to have any relatives in New York, would you? Get their kicks playing with monkeys and kidnapping movie stars? Some members of the Titone family have been, uh, excommunicated. Uh, from the rest of your family? From the country. Never to set a foot in Italy again. We do not speak of them. And I recommend you don't either. Huh. I like her. She reminds me of me. 
And just what are you a Contessa of? My family also had a fall from power. Temporarily, of course. Wonderful. Our reinforcements are a suicidal thrill-seeker and an exile from the old world. We do not need to aid you, you know. I'm just as happy to sit on this beach and try to forget that horribly long flight with a koala. Please, ladies, if I may, we welcome any and all assistance in our search. Well, it's actually the League's search. I'm merely helping, like you. I have brought and got lost in the jungle, right? Oh, dear me, yes. More importantly, we need to find the city we were searching for. It's quite possibly in violation of international law and maybe a haven for pirates or worse. Pirates? I can handle a few pirates, miss. Good. Then maybe you will not be so useless after all. How did you hear of this city in the first place? We will show you when we get to the boat. Wonderful. First a cargo plane and now a boat. I don't suppose it's driven by a lemur. Our attempt by air went mm, badly. We felt a boat might be a little safer, if longer. And the captain is an able man. Human man. Hm. Our special guest, though, is not uh, very able at all. Uh, yes. You'll meet Mr. Kurt Zane. He is special. What kind of special? The kind that goes native, loses his mind in the jungle, and then emerges back into civilization unexpectedly. And it is possible that he ate some of the native fungi, which can uh, cause hallucinations. Sweet ass, mate. Looking forward to meeting him. Have you ever looked at your hand, man? I mean, really looked at it? It's like a roadmap to your soul. Do I have to come? No. Ah, oh, come on, love. What's a little adventure in your life? You're always complaining about being bored. I thought I was bored. I couldn't feel my arms and I was lying on the ground like a plank. I thought for sure someone was going to come along and nail me to a wall, you know? The opposite of boredom is not torture, Air Shipling. I would much rather be lounging by the water with a fine young Brazilian boy than here with this... Oh. Bienvenue. We are ready to depart, see? This is our captain, Signore Paolo. Hola. The trip will take almost 18 hours, if your friend here is correct. Of course I'm correct! Where are we going again? You are taking us back to the city, remember? Back? <laughs> no! There ain't no coming back! There ain't! But you left your family there. Don't you wish to see them again, Kurt? Oh, my girl, Joanna. Oh, she, she must be so alone without her daddy there to keep all those dirty peasant boys' hands off of her. Uh, what are we waiting for? That's the spirit, old chap. I hope you have that which you need for the trip. Oh, bon dia, bella dama. Please, welcome to my boat. Thank you, kind sir. Here, take my hand. The boat, it rocks so much. <laughs> what strong hands you have, Paolo? I am sorry they are so rough. They are not suitable for a... Beauty such as yourself. Eighteen hours, did you say? We're in no rush. Take your time. Actually, we are in no rush, if you please. <sighs> Pay no mind to her. She's Italian. What is that supposed to mean? Oi, the blods! The what? Local constabulary! I knew we couldn't keep ourselves unnoticed too much longer. We do not have time for this. You go on, my dear. I'll slow them down. What? How? With my wits, of course. But, uh... Just go! You heard the man, you buggerlogs. Shove off, Captain. Please, ladies, hold on tight. My engines, they are very powerful, see? Woohoo! I'm king of the world! 
How's your head, young fella? Great. Thanks for asking. Now, don't be a sour puss. You can't just go sneaking into a man's office like that. Lesson learned. Thanks. No hard feelings. How's your food? Chewy? No, it's just... What did you say? I said, uh, chewy. Mmm, chewy. I was just thinking back to a wonderful dish I had called Salad Bird. You would have loved it, Henry. It sounds delightful. Unfortunately, I've been swamped here at the factory. Those goddamn limey shysters keep squeezing us dry with their rubber monopoly. And that's what it is, you know, a monopoly. If Teddy were still alive, he'd give them a sound beating. Okay. Them and their goddamn experts. What do they know anyway? I've built an empire without any brainiac telling me what science says about this or that. Everything's theory to those people. They don't have real-world common sense, I tell you. But you still socialize with Doc here? Heinrich? He's not some know-it-all who lives in his mother's attic. He's a tinkerer, like me. Gets down and dirty with machines. Thank you, Henry. Let me tell you, those Brits and their so-called experts, they're screwing with the wrong yank. I'm the most powerful man in America, and Detroit should be the center of the universe, not those Zionist whores. You know, without me, the biggest industry here would have been the rock quarry. Can you imagine Detroit as some rock city? Whatever you say, fella. But I digress. So, what brings you two lads all the way out here to Detroit? Well, I'm a little embarrassed to ask such a silly question, Henry, but uh, we were wondering if maybe... uh, Have I told you you about my new car, Heinrich? Uh, I don't, uh, no, Henry. I'm calling it the Model A. Gonna roll out sometime next year. Be bigger than the T, I tell you. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, actually... Wanna know what the A stands for? You'll never get it. It's an homage to an admirer of mine from Germany. Young fella named Adolf wrote a book that became a bestseller and talked me up but good in it. Well, uh, that's very sweet. Um, if we could just ask you about... If you wouldn't mind, Goldman, pass me the jelly. It's Sullivan. Well, that isn't very Jewish. What kind of name is that? It's Irish. Oh, so you're a pikey, eh? Damn gypsies. Listen here, eh? We know about the Amazon, all right? You... Really? Yeah. Good for you. So you've discovered geography. I'm glad to see the Los Angeles public schools haven't completely failed. What? Maybe someday they'll catch up to Detroit's. Are you always this much of an ass? Office the Sullivan. Yes, I am. And I also do not tolerate people with a smart mouth. I'm terribly sorry, Henry. Is this uh, the kind of company you keep nowadays, Heine? Stop stalling, Mac. You know something you aren't telling us. Spill it or I swear I'm gonna pry it out of your racist mouth myself. Is that a threat, officer? If you don't leave the premises immediately, I'm going to have some real policemen show you what it's like to respect the law. This lunch is over. Good day. But, Henry... I said, good day. Oh, my. Come on, Doc. We tried it your way. Now we'll try it mine. Lady Emma, I... Ah! Mr. Carruthers, avert your eyes this instant. Gladly, lady. You had best have something extremely important to excuse your unannounced visit to my quarters, young man. Where are my pants? I swear I left them in the corner. Richard, please. It's the workers, ma'am. I overheard their radio transmissions with the Isle of Innocence. God, bah, innocence. I find their use of irony an affront to all I stand for. This is the place you told me of, with the booze? And whores, yes. Sounds like it's time for a side trip, eh? Richard, please, this is not the time for humor. Mr. Carruthers? I think they were calling for help, Lady Emma. I see. 
If they get any reinforcements, we'll never reclaim our town. And I'll be damned if I let that hive of sinners infest proud Forlandia. Stanley and I have got the men together. We'll need more than just you men. Gather the able-bodied women and children as well. Richard? Hmm? Would you join us in freeing our town from these vermin? For me, sweet Richard? I'm sorry, but did you say Fordlandia? The excitement builds. One group of heroes race up the Amazon River. Sullivan and the Doctor race to discover Ford's secret in time. And did she say Fordlandia? Really? What kind of a name is that? Find out how they fare next week for the next live episode at the spot in Culver City, California, as the Lost City of Ford continues, only on Tales of the Exit.